views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I want to welcome you. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by... We've got some incredible, you know, incredible talk radio for you today. You know, um, I have to just say that, uh, uh, well, first, let me say hi. Hi to Mr. Benny. Hello, Mr. Benny. Howdy, Uh So I made the mistake of turning on the news this morning. <laughs> That's all right. Sometimes you just you just go the way your your life takes you. It leads you there. No. I know. And, you know, and I thought to myself, why did I do that? You know, why did I, why did I do that? I never really watched the news. Um, And literally, I actually wanted to uh, just get a sense of the weather for today because I've got a few things planned. And, uh, but then I turned on the news and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful for the shows that I'm doing today because I have to really get into a different space I don't know how people do it, you know, who watch the news 24-7 or, you know, just plug in. Um, It really is a hard place for me to be. Now, I don't live with my head in the sand, as one would say, Benny, but I certainly do use some discernment. In the morning, my focus is mainly on my spiritual moment that Mm -hmm. I spent. And so today I didn't do that. And now I know why uh, I will not do that again. So there you go. But I did find out a little tidbit on one of the local channels. There is a um, weather character called Benny. <laughs> and Benny tells us how to dress. <laughs> it kind of quite the message because I kind of do that on a daily basis around here. <laughs> you do. You do. And I, I thought for a minute, I really didn't have much time to really listen to much more of it. And I thought, wow, are they actually, is this actually really Benny? So I had a moment where I thought, oh, man, Benny is now like on one of the local TV things doing what he does on uh, the news channel. KKNW. I'm trying to I've never seen this character. I'm trying to find it. I can't. So you're going to have to believe me. me. I know he was there because he had his little rain hat on and telling everybody it's going to be rainy today. Like an actual little character on the desk or like a made up like a. And it's B-E-N-N-Y, just like you. I know. I I really did think it was you. But. We can always pretend you are our weather person. Thank you. you. do traffic and weather every day. Thank you. Oh, my God. We got a great show, uh, Benny. <laughs> Bill, funny even say it like Benny. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a great show today. The only little prayer you will need, the only little prayer you need, the shortest route to a life of joy, abundance, and peace of mind. You know, uh, joining me here today is Deborah Engel to talk about this. And I love this because, you know, given that, 
you get to wake up a day, you get to choose, am I going to go to a place of, of prayer, a place of serenity, or am I going to tie, you know, plug into whatever the chaotic moment of the day is? And, you know, for me today, it was an important day to think about that. You know, I had two or three things that were really pending that could have turned into chaotic moments. You know, I had, you know, something that I had to work through, uh, you know, with a friend of mine. Then I had something that we had planned to do over the weekend. You know, so I was looking at that. Uh, and, and, and then I, I made, as I said, I turned on the news. But what I didn't do the first thing is what we're going to talk with Deborah about. You know, I didn't wake up like I normally do. You know, I have a special sanctuary that I sit in and I didn't sit there and read or listen to something inspiring. And so as a result of that, I did have to take the time to do that and then eventually work through the things I needed to work through. But why is this so important? You know, what is it about Deb, co-founder of uh, Tending Your Inner Garden, a program, creativity and personal, what for women, what is it about her? What is it about Deb? that has been able to, she's been able to take very, very powerful message out into the world and what she teaches and what she does in her coaching practice. You know, that's based on A Course in Miracles. And, you know, as a matter of fact, uh, I happened to pull out, you know, A Course in Miracles the other day. I actually forgot that I actually had it and started to look at it. But as I read through the book, The Only, the only Little Prayer You Need, um, I was really struck by how much uh, Deb has been able to put in to a compact tutorial, as I like to say, on how to create the lives we want. Deb, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here. Um, you know, what do you make of how I started my day today in the context of what you put it, you know, what this book is really amazingly about? Uh, you know, I got to choose this morning how I was going to start my day. And then I, I got to choose how I was going to start it over. Um, but there is something to be said about what we plug into, isn't there? There really is. And I was just smiling as you were telling that story because I had a similar experience this morning where I got up and I got on Facebook and was ah. checking the different Facebook messages. And there was a lot of angst and celebration, you know, both sides of the coin about the election results and all of the things that had happened. And just a lot of energy, and a lot of it was not real positive energy. So I really thought about that because I thought, okay, how am I going to approach this? You know, what decisions am I going to make? Well, simultaneous to that, the sun was just coming up, and we're really fortunate to live in the country. So my husband and I started looking out outdoors, and there were all of these beautiful, beautiful displays of light. You know, the sun was just hitting the tops of trees, and it was lighting up the farm field next to us, and it was just beautiful. So I started taking some pictures, and as I looked at those pictures, I thought, well, isn't this interesting? It's shadow and light. You know, we live in this world where we have a world of shadow and light. There's fear, and there's light. There's darkness, and there's light. You know, you can say it a lot of different ways, but what I ended up posting on Facebook was I took some of those photos and I just, you know, made a comment about whatever your political persuasion, if you're feeling riled up by the election, you know, just maybe take a moment to focus on the beauty of the world and to really think about which one do you want to focus on, the shadow or the light, the fear or the love. Because, you know, everything around us really is representative of what goes on in our own private universe. 
And that's one of the messages of the book is that in our minds, in our own world, we can choose either peace and contentment or we can choose fear, and that choice is available to us at every single moment. So, you know, I really connect with your story about this morning. I'm guessing a lot of people will because, again, no matter whether you're celebrating or you're, um, you know, wishing for something else that had happened during the elections, there's just a lot of energy and, and a lot of negativity that goes into it. And really, I think the message is, you know, each one of us in the choices that we make for ourselves personally, that's how we create all of what goes out there, goes on out there in the world in a bigger way. So it's an important choice. Very important. Well, and, you know, it is, I mean, in in so many ways. And, you know, part of this is really plugging in to ideas about life um, that, uh, we then bring into our own personal uh, sphere of influence and uh, and become uh, absolutely immobilized, immobilized. And I realized for myself, you know, I really I'm kind of like you a little bit, Deborah. We, I come from a place, a real optimistic, unlimited possibilities, the world we live in. What can we create? How can we make this a better place? And and I was really I was really struck by how easily I could go to a place of fear. And, you know, in, in your book, um, it, it, you really do address the idea that we can reverse the energies of fear, that we can reverse the energies through prayer. Uh, you know, and, and so in the book, as I was reading, you know, the, reading the blessing from His Holiness the Dalai Lama, I was really struck by this. And I wanted to ask you, when you put this blessing from His Holiness the Dalai Lama in the book, you know, what was your sense of the impact it would have on people reading the book? Well, it was just huge, and obviously there's so much gratitude that mm. the whole, the way that that came about, and the fact that there is a foreword in the book from the Dalai Lama, it's just miraculous to me. And I think it really does speak to the universal message of the book, it's very simple, but it's very powerful. And I think when I look at everything that His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, stands for in terms of creating inner peace and the importance of, you know, one of the things that he says in the foreword is that peace in the world relies on individuals finding inner peace. And that's really the power of this prayer is that it's specifically addressing what stands in the way of us having inner peace. So when we think about this world that we do want to create, it really does begin with every single one of us. And I think he put that so beautifully in that foreword. So as soon as I read it, I just felt like, oh, this is the thing that will just elevate this book even more and really drive home that point that this is not just about, you know, living life with more joy, although that's a very important part of the book and of its message, but this is really about we can create a different world. It's very easy to become overwhelmed, to watch the news, to see what's going on around us, and to feel like it's just not possible to address such major difficult dramas and chaos. And what I say in the book is that we can't do it alone. You know, really, the reason all of these things exist is because we've created them with our own fear. We haven't done it consciously, you know, but we all have that fear-based part of ourselves that um, just as it creates more drama, it creates more chaos. 
So if we want to do something different in this world and really do it differently, not just talk about it, I think it would be nice someday, but really make concrete steps toward making a change. It is starting with the inner peace within every one of us. And so the the Dalai Lama's message is just so important that way. Mm. The book actually has an endorsement from Archbishop Emeritus, um, Desmond Tutu as well. Yes. And again, yeah, you think of all of the work that he did in reconciliation and forgiveness after apartheid, that's what this book is about, too. That's what this prayer is about, is releasing healing within us that stands in the way of that kind of forgiveness. And we need that. We've got to have that in order to truly move forward into something different. Absolutely. Well, I want to take a short break. When we come back, I want to talk with Deborah about, you know, how how do you move from frustration and stress and anger, you know, the the, the level by which everything around you seems like it's crashing down. You cannot think straight, cannot put one foot in front of the other. How do you go from that place to a place of writing about the only little prayer you need? Let's take a short break and we come back. You know, Laura will share that journey with all of us and we will talk about what this prayer is really about and why why it is the only little prayer you need. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear a starry crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Tired of traditional talk? People pontificating about this or that, the left or the right. Sometimes the truth is just all lost in the noise. Tune in each week to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher on TransformationTalkRadio.com, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, as nationally known guests talk about what's important to you, your life, your concerns, and your success. Tune in and turn on to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher. Visit ChuckGallagher.com for more information. Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellnessone.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellnessone.net. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Pat. I know you've heard my friend and colleague, John G. Sutton, on my show. Well, guess what? He is now going to be a regular each month. I know many of you have experienced John live on air and how absolutely incredibly accurate he has been. So guess what? He's going to be joining us every month. For those of you that want to find out more about John and schedule your amazing session, go to psychicworld.net. Don't forget to stay tuned and tune in for John G. Sutton on the Dr. Pat Show every month. Join Dr. Pat Basile for an extraordinary event right here in the Pacific Northwest. The Global Women's Summit, presented by the Women's Information Network, is coming to Bellevue. Join us as we discover life and wealth mastery techniques and promote success and happiness for women worldwide. Saturday, November 22nd, from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Maidenbauer Center in Bellevue, Washington. Register online now at thewinonline.com and don't miss out. 
Welcome to Smile Big, nominee of Seattle's Top Dentist Awards. Here at Smile Big, we offer restorative, cosmetic, and preventative dentistry. Some of our regular dental services include tooth-colored fillings, crowns, bridges, implants, bleaching, cosmetic bonding, and complete smile restoration. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Abdener won't be smiling until you are smiling. Call now to schedule a visit with Seattle's Top Dentists. Our number is 425-454-4040. You can even visit our website at smilebig.com. Go down, come on down. Oh, sisters, let's go down, down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the robe and crown, good Lord. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. I love this book, The Only Little Prayer You Need. And there's a reason that it's the only little prayer you need. The shortest route to a life of joy, abundance, and peace of mind. Um, the book has been inspired by A Course of Miracles, and we're going to find out why in a minute. You know, uh, Deborah Engel joining me here today is the author of this. And also, as I said before, you know, as someone that has taken a stand for life, uh, especially in the area of helping women and so forth. And, you know, you have authored several other books as well. But, you know, you have had to stand up, Deborah, in your life and, 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 and stand for something. And I think it's really interesting as we look at this today and, you know, our comment about the news and the political arena is, you know, these are simply people standing up for something, whether we agree with what they're standing up for or not. Um, but, you know, the question then becomes, are we going to allow ourselves to, to just get overwhelmed and completely driven by frustration, stress, and anger? And that was the case with you. I mean, isn't it interesting that we can take adversity and turn it into the book called The Only Little Prayer You Need? I'd love to have you share what that journey was like for you. Sure. And I think that is such a great point. But I look back now at what inspired this book, and I think, look at what can come from a really bad day. <laughs> because... <laughs> Yeah, what happened was on uh, January 11th of 2013, I was having a very, very bad day. One of those no good, awful, very bad days. And it wasn't for anything major. I didn't have any huge crises in my life, but I had a series of smaller stresses. You know, I had messed up on something with a client. I was worried about that. There were just, I don't know, it was kind of accumulation of those little things that can get you down in that mud pit where you wallow around and you just don't know how to get out of it. Right. And what happened was that um, my vehicle, my husband and I each have a vehicle, and he happened to be driving mine one day when it was backed into in a grocery store parking lot. So it had been in the shop for a few weeks. I was really eager to get it back. And on January 11th of 2013, we went to pick it up and found that it really wasn't completely fixed quite right. So I had been so excited, you know, thinking, okay, here's something good <laughs> that I'm going to go and get my vehicle back. And we went and picked it up and found it wasn't quite right. So my mood, which already was bad, just kind of plummeted some more. Well, we ended up driving about 30 minutes to Des Moines, Iowa, that we live just out in the country outside of Des Moines, and to return the rental car because my car was, was certainly drivable. And so my husband drove the rental to Des Moines. I drove my vehicle, and on the way there, I heard all sorts of rattles and vibrations in the dashboard. So now I'm getting even more frustrated and even madder. And again, these are pretty mundane things in the grand scheme of things, but I just kept 
getting more angry at myself, at my husband, at the body shop manager, at anybody who crossed my path that particular day I was angry at. So I sat in the parking lot at the car dealership while my husband turned in the rental car, and I just felt so awful. You know, I think all of us have those times when we just are in that bad place. And even though I had studied, done spiritual study and practice for years and had taught it, and I knew I had all of the tools that I thought I needed to get myself out of this, I still just couldn't get there. So I remember just sitting back in the car seat and just kind of opening up and saying to spirit, to a higher power, please give me something because I don't know what to do. And what I heard were the words, please heal my fear-based thoughts. So in that moment, you know, I heard those words. I knew because of my study of A Course in Miracles that it was important and it was exactly what I needed. At the same time, I can't say that it just changed my mind or that I felt better immediately. In fact, what happened was my husband got back in the car. I told him with a whole lot of attitude because I was still angry at that point. But now there were rattles rattles and vibrations in the dashboard and the things were even worse than I had thought they were. So we drive home and we listen and he's paying close attention because he wants to be helpful. He wants to know if there's a problem. And as we drove home, there were no rattles and there were Mm -hmm. no vibrations. Well, now I'm mad. (laughs) Now I'm mad because there are no problems, and so I can't blame them on him, which I think is just such a a funny insight into how our minds work sometimes. But we got home, and I started to really think about that prayer, about those words, please heal my fear-based thoughts. And as I thought about them, the message, the understanding that came to me was that everything in this world exists as an opportunity for us to learn either from fear or from love. And when we ask for our fear-based thoughts to be healed, then we really don't need the lesson anymore. You know, the lesson of those vibrations and rattles in the dashboard were there. They were there to just give me a choice. Are you going to focus on fear or are you going to focus on love? And when I asked for the fear to be healed, I didn't need those rattles anymore. Well, that was huge to me because really in all of my years of spiritual study, I hadn't understood that before. I just, there was a piece of that that was just different from anything I had experienced before. So I sat down at the computer. I realized immediately that I needed to write about this. I needed to just capture that thought because I thought, if I don't write this down, I'm not sure I'll remember it and remember just, yeah, just how it came to me. So I wrote it down and I started writing, this is big, this is big, 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 (laughs) because now I started realizing how much power there was in this prayer. I ended up sitting down with my husband. I told him, you know, there's something just happened, and I think it's really important, so I'd love to talk with you about it. And we ended up sitting at the kitchen counter, and for probably 30 minutes, 45 minutes, we made a list of everything in our lives that we have fear around, which is basically everything, you know, fear that somebody in the family will be injured or hurt, uh, fear about money, fear about retirement, fear about everything fear about wrinkles or hormones or anything. And we just took turns going through that list, and each of us asked, please heal my fear-based thoughts about that particular thing on the list. And I can tell you that by the time we got through the list, there was just such a shift in, in me and in him, and really, I think, even in our marriage. I think that was kind of a turning point for us together where we realized, 
oh, we are not in this alone. We've got mm-hmm. this, this higher power that we so often forget to call upon for help. It's right here, and all we have to do is ask. But the thing about this prayer is not that it's asking for everything in the external world to line up differently so that we can be happy. You know, we weren't asking, please give us more money for retirement, or please make sure that, um, you know, my mother-in-law never gets sick, or we weren't asking those kinds of things. We were asking for something in ourselves to be rearranged so that we would experience peace experience more joy and love no matter what happens in the external world. And the lesson of those vibrations in the dashboard going away is that when we go to that place of peace in ourselves, then the world around us truly changes. Then we're creating an environment in which there can be more love, there can be more light, and we don't need those things that irritate us and that make us angry. Well, you know, one of the things that I was really, you know, struck by and reminded about again in the book is when you talk about, you know, the question that that you ask is, what is fear? And I love that you brought us back to A Course of Miracles, where we talk about the fact that our mind, according to A Course Course in Miracles, our minds have two sides. One is the ego. uh, And, you know, and, and that definition is not the ego that we, you know, we think about. It's the ego, uh, I think, as you describe it, you you know, the ego like a two-year-old on speed, right? Um, Right. And then the other part represents the higher self. And it's so fascinating to me, Deborah, that, you know, if we just remembered how simple that little algorithm is or that little concept is, right? If we just could remember that, then me turning on the news today would not have an impact on me, right? But the good news is for me that I I knew that I had to sit down and go into whatever meditation, whatever spiritual practice I was going to use for today, you know, whatever that was. Um, But this is really that prayer, that idea, what you just recited for us. If we did that um, in our day, we have to actually then believe that that could have an impact when we come back. I want to talk with you about how this prayer is different and what is it about the prayer that has come forth to be so powerful to heal these fear-based thoughts. We all get them. We know when they're happening, even if we can't pinpoint them. We can feel it in our guts. So when we come back, we'll talk about how they help us heal these thoughts and how we can use them for everything And if you're reading the book and you're thinking about, you know, the thoughts we have every day, whether that's about anxiety, abandonment, insecurity, control, pessimism, nervousness, meanness, whatever that is, gossip, greed. When we come back, we're going to talk about how this prayer moves us from any of these states to the state that will help us allow for the awareness and the creative force of the universe to come in stay tuned we'll be right back we'll give you information about how you can get a copy of your book of this book the only little prayer you need and find out more about deborah stay tuned everybody we'll be right back with the show
gets sophisticated with David and Philip Zarza. David and Philip touch on topics such as human potential, spirituality, pop culture, and purposeful living. Experience an insightful reading from David on what the universe has in store for you or reconnect with a departed loved one. Philip can look into an issue or anything else you may be dealing with. Go to GetSophisticated.com. That's S-O-P-H-I-S-T-I-G-A-Y-T-E-D.com or call 206-420-8660. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from anxiety, you probably know how powerless and out of control this emotion can make you feel. This is why it is so important to remember that anxiety is created by your mind, which means that you can learn to use your mind to uncreate it. Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. My award-winning book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, provides you with a step-by-step breakthrough process to understand and resolve the root causes of your anxiety and build a solid foundation of confidence and inner peace. If you're ready to take your power back, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. That's thefearandanxietysolution.com. Or call 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-MIND. Wondering how to make more confident strategy for retirement? Do you know that there are potentially more than 12 things to consider when planning for or approaching retirement? Then stop wondering and attend the retirement seminar hosted by Jeff Pakman, financial advisor with Pakman, Brown & Associates, a financial advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated in Bellevue, Washington. Call 425-372-4813 for a formal invitation to the next seminar on November 5th from 6.30 to 8 p.m., Light hors d'oeuvres and beverages will be provided. This is an informational event. There is no cost or obligation. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. Join Dr. Pat Basili for an extraordinary event right here in the Pacific Northwest. The Global Women's Summit, presented by the Women's Information Network, is coming to Bellevue. Join us as we discover life and wealth mastery techniques and promote success and happiness for women worldwide. Saturday, November 22nd, from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Maidenbauer Center in Bellevue, Washington. Register online now at thewinonline.com and don't miss out. Would you like to be a question with anything that comes up in your body or mind? Would you like to become totally aware and begin to function as the conscious being you truly are? Join Access Certified Facilitator Glenna Rice every month for a live teleclass where you can ask all of your questions and learn to create change in any aspect of your life. Visit GlennaRice.com today to learn more and don't miss the next call. Join the questionable conversation today at GlennaRice.com. And watch us where we go And help us to be wise In times when we don't know Hey everybody, welcome, welcome back, welcome back. For more information about us, go to the drpatshow.com and also go to transformationtalkradio.com uh, check us out. Check out all the other hosts that are broadcasting with us as well. Uh, and make sure Facebook, The Dr. Pat Show, Twitter, The Dr. Pat Show, 
and I'm sure I'm leaving something out, uh, something else out. Uh, thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. You know, Deborah, before we talk about this, is really one of the most uh, insightful chapters of any book I've ever uh, read. Uh, I, and it's the one about what makes uh, this prayer different. But before we go to that, please tell folks how they can find out, first of all, how they can get a copy of this book and how they can find out more about your work. Well, the book is available everywhere. So online sellers, it's on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com. It's in Barnes & Noble stores across the country and also lots and lots of independent stores. So you should be able to find a copy of it anywhere that you are or go online and, and get a copy. And my website is DebraEngel.com. So it's D-E-B-R-A-E-N-G-L-E.com. And there's information there about the book. There are a couple of videos that we've put together based on the book that are really lovely, uh, people around the world using the prayer. And the message of the book, I think, is really capsulized in those videos. So I'd invite you to take a look at those. And also, I'm going to be putting together some programs, including a teleconference study group for the book. I'm just finishing the details for that, so I'll be posting that on the website here soon. So either come back to the website or just leave your name and email address so that you can get the updates as they come out. And uh, I'd love to, to connect with people in all the different kinds of programs and workshops and things that will be coming up. Well, I love, love, love being able to talk about this. And, you know, let's, if we can, what is it, before we get to the topic, here's what I want to know from you. You know, there's a lot out there in the world that says, fake it till you make it, you know, go out there, whether you believe in it or not, just go out and begin a practice, do this, do this. And, you know, what I'm really struck by is you don't talk about any of that, that I can tell. You know, you really guide us through the only little prayer you need. But there's something about the prayer and something about the way you've presented it that is so very clear. I mean, the simplicity of what you're presenting is very, very sophisticated, if that makes sense, right? And so I wanted to ask you and please want to hear stories about what makes this prayer different and how is it universally applied? And I know you're going to have to share some stories because, you know, many of the folks out here don't have the book in front of them. But I, I love what you've gotten here. Well, there are so many stories. And I think the universality of it, that really is the key. There, I've been hearing from a lot of readers just sending me emails or, or posts talking about how they've been using the prayer. And the thing that I think makes it so different is that typically we do, well, it goes back to what you said about the ego and the higher self. That's so important, and it's kind of a, the baseline understanding of this prayer as I presented in the book. As you said, the ego, or the Course of Miracles, talks about these two parts of our minds. The ego, that's the two-year-old on speed, that's always having tantrums. It feels completely alone and abandoned all the time. That's just the nature of the ego. And we all have it. We all have that part of our mind. So that's the part of us that's always looking to stay stuck, to keep us in the status quo, that doesn't want to take any risks, and that's always second-guessing ourselves. No matter what we do, it's feeling guilty, it's feeling ashamed, it's feeling all of those negative emotions that we have. 
But then there's also the higher self, which is the part of us that remembers that we are divine love, that we're connected to divine love, and always connected to spirit. What happens in this world is that I think the world speaks more directly to the ego more of the time than it does to the higher self. Like the example that you used at the top of the hour about turning Mm -hmm. on the news and seeing everything about the elections, so much of that is fear-based. It's stirring up this energy of negativity, but nothing is right, but nothing is ever going to be right. And that engages the ego part of our part of our minds. So the ego takes that and feeds on it and just runs with it and starts, you know, probably all of us have had those many examples of waking up in the middle of the night and starting to worry about something, starting to chew on something that's nagging in our lives. That's what the ego does. The higher self knows that everything, that all is well, as you said, that we may not always understand the circumstances or how things are well, but that there is a bigger picture that we can understand. And the part of what we're here to do is really to trust that there is a higher power, that there is a plan, and to constantly be in conversation, to always be asking for help. That's one of the things that, for me, was really remarkable when I read the book, because I've been studying A Course in Miracles for probably 30 years, but my ego had read the course and totally skipped over all of the parts that say, ask for help, ask for help, ask for help, ask for help. Don't make any decision by yourself or it will be wrong because if it comes from the ego, it's going to be based on fear. And I had, I mean, that appears on almost every page of A Course in Miracles. Right. And somehow I just had not gotten that message before. But the reason is that the ego is so, it's really the loudest voice that we hear. It's often the first voice that we hear. And every time that we start to go to a place of peace, the ego is going to be right there in our face saying, no, 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 don't go there, because it really doesn't want us to grow. It wants us to stay small and, in its view, stay safe. But, of course, if we do that, we never experience the beauty and the joy and the growth of love, the growth of life. So that's where this prayer is really different, is if we're praying, if I'm praying for somebody, let's say my husband, um, you know, I'm praying that he not be injured. Well, that's certainly my desire and um, something that, you know, I hope that he won't won't be injured on the job. But as I say that, I'm really kind of contributing. That's coming from a fear-based place in me. That's right. saying I'm really concerned about his safety and his well-being. And what I'm actually doing is just kind of ramping up the fear. Yeah. To say instead, please hear right. my fear-based thoughts, yeah, about my husband's well-being, just brings down the energy level. It acknowledges that all is well. It's not, um, it's not creating a problem where no problem exists. And it's also stating a trust in the universe that he is taken care of, that he'll always be taken care of. Now, I'm not saying that as we use the prayer that nothing will ever happen in our lives, you know, that's a problem. Um, It's not as though life will all of a sudden just be perfect, but I am saying that immediately, as you start using the prayer, many, many, many people have reported to me that the very first time they say those words, please heal my fear-based thoughts, they experience some kind of a, what they describe as a whoosh of energy. It's like something, a door has been opened, and now this loving energy, this breath of fresh air can just fill their heart, fill their soul, and it establishes really a different conversation and relationship with spirit and with the universe. 
one of my favorite things in the book is that there's a woman that I've known for a long, long time, and she's been very tuned in spiritually, very much had uh, a practice of mindfulness and meditation and journaling really for years, and she's had a very close relationship with spirit. But she called me one day because she had just used the prayer for the first time, and she said that as soon as she said those words to spirit, what she heard back was, finally, now we can really get things done. And she was so blown away by that. And I was blown away, too. But that really is what happens, is that it's the prayer. Well, one of the things that A Course of Miracles says, and this capsulizes one of the main messages of the Course, is that our job is not to seek for love. Our job is to seek and find all the barriers that stand in our way of love. Right. So what the Course is saying, this teaching is all about the fact that we are divine love. We were created by God, created by Spirit, we're part of the universe. That is our true nature. And that the, the fears that we hold, these fear-based thoughts, are really just barriers that stand in the way of the love that we are. So instead of us being broken and needing to be fixed and to be healed, not thinking that we're not whole and needing to somehow find redemption or healing and love, really it's just the opposite. We are redemption. We are love. We are healing. We just need to find all of those things within us that stand in the way of that and ask for them to be healed. And that's where I think this Mm -hmm. prayer, yeah, that's why it's so powerful. It's asking for those barriers to be healed by an energy that we can't do for ourselves. Right. You know, what's interesting is you go through and as I I was reading this, I was fascinated. And, you know, maybe what we could do is, you know, talk about this as we enter into the holiday season, because for whatever reason, you know, what starts to show up for people are such a wide range of range of fears. And, you know, and I want to talk with you about them. And I love that we are talking about fear uh, because, you know, let's say, for example, uh, issues with our family or our loved ones or our friends. You know, people start to think about the holidays and the people that they're now one year later going to be in front of and what last year was like. And, you know, the prayer is, please let me have a great holiday. You know what I mean? You know, please, please make sure nobody acts up at the, you know, throws the turkey across the room. And, (laughs) you know, what I hear you saying is that's not it. You know, instead of asking for that, we have to ask for something else. What might the prayer sound like if we were to pick the situation of family? Okay. I think something like, please heal my fear-based thoughts about my family, about my childhood or relationships. You know, you can be kind of specific about wherever those fear-based thoughts are rooted Please heal my fear-based thoughts about my family and our relationships, and so that I can enter into this holiday with joy and with peace and bring that energy with me, no matter what's going on around me. I love it. Let's take a short break when we come back. Yep. The question is going to be, what about the material things in the world? What about money? As we go through this holiday... How many times have you heard people say, I can't afford that vacation. I can't afford that weekend away. I can't afford to buy that gift. I can't afford. I can't afford. And even if you don't say it, it is just a really low vibration. When we come back and talk to Deb, what's that prayer? What would the prayer be around the cha-ching? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show.
I have to celebrate you. Are you interested in helping others by tapping into something more? Do you want to play a bigger role in the shift that is occurring on the planet? The 111 Activation is an energetic session which has helped many worldwide to quickly transform their lives for the better, to gain greater clarity, experience deeper spiritual connection, and express their soul's truth. You too can learn how to facilitate this powerful energetic activation for your friends, family, and clients, even if you have had no previous experience. Please join me, Christine Upchurch, for the 111 Activation Training Seminar in Seattle, November 15th and 16th to learn a process that is being called expansive, life-changing, and profound. Come be a bigger part of positive change for others. For more information, please visit StellarReflections.com. That's StellarReflections.com. Or call 425-999-9836. 425-999-9836. In retirement, will you outlive your money? It's a common question for people approaching retirement, but it doesn't need to weigh on you. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get the real answers you need. Call Jeff Packman, Financial Advisor, today at 425-453-0272. Office is located at 601 108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., member of FINRA and SIPC. Tune in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. Are you looking for more balance and direction in your financial life? We all have questions. When can I retire? When do I want to retire? Will I run out of money? Is there a better way? All are valid questions, no matter what your goals. Jeff Packman, financial advisor with Packman Brown and Associates, a financial advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated in Bellevue, Washington, is hosting an evening to address these questions and more on November 5th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. Call 425-372-4813 for a formal invitation. Hors d'oeuvres, beverages, and parking will be provided. This is an informational event. There is no cost or obligation. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Hey, thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. It's great to have you here. Uh, Deborah, one more time, give out your website, and then we're going to take on the money conversation, if you don't mind. D-E-B-R-A-E-N-G-L-E dot com. All right. 
So let's take a minute and, you know, what I commented about is let's bring this to the real life. You know, we have gone through a horrific time in our society when it comes to money and security and safety. Uh, whether it's job insecurity, the bottom line is people don't necessarily worry about losing their job if it wasn't related to having money to pay the rent. So I want to just jump right to the money conversation. Great. Well, I think money is one of the key issues. Whether you're 22 or 72, probably you have money worries or anxieties or just wonder how things are going to turn out. But the reason that money, I think, is such a big issue for people is because we do have a lot of expectations about how much we're supposed to make, how we're supposed to spend it, how we're supposed to save it. And those expectations are really reinforced daily. You know, you think about all of the messages we get every day about the economy. And then you go to work and you hear messages, undercurrents about whether the company is solvent or whether it's going to be solvent and, and whether your job is secure. So there are so many messages constantly about whether you're going to be okay financially. The thing about the prayer, let's say, let's say somebody has just been laid off from their job. And so typically the prayer would be, please help me find another job. And a lot of times it would be, please help me find any job just so that I can keep money coming in to pay the bills. Well, in this case, the prayer, if we use the only little prayer you need, it would be, please heal my fear-based thoughts about money and about my financial circumstances. And if you really start to go there and feel what that means, what it's doing is it's asking God, it's asking Spirit to heal that fear so that I can experience peace. It's like it brings down that level of chaos and terror, sometimes just panic about money. Immediately, it just starts to bring that energy down so that you can take some deep breaths. You can kind of step back from the situation and you can say, okay, what are my options? If you have just been laid off from a job, a lot of times the, the fear-based thoughts are driving you into just more kind of frantic activity. You start sending out resumes and you start worrying about whether you're going to have enough to cover your rent or your mortgage. But if you ask for your fear-based thoughts about money to be healed, then you can really set back and you can start to look at what are my options. Is it possible that maybe being laid off from my job, instead of being the worst thing that's ever happened to me, maybe it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Maybe this is an opportunity to take a different path, to go back to school, to get some more training, to start a business, to do something different, maybe to move, to change career paths altogether. Maybe it's an opportunity to stay home, you know, to look at the family budget and to see it in a different way. So it just opens up the possibilities instead of driving you to just jump off the cliff and do anything to try to save yourself. It really gives you an opportunity to trust, to look at the bigger picture, and to reconsider how is this a gift in my life instead of a terror, instead of something that I'm... I'm going to feel bad about and wake up in the middle of the night and worry about. That's the thing about the prayer is that no matter how you use it, and people have used it in so many different ways. Recently, somebody told me that she um, had gotten a cold sore. And you know how cold sores are. They typically hang around for two or three weeks in there. They hurt and they look awful. Well, when hers showed up, she realized that she was experiencing a lot of stress around her family and that that's what was causing the cold sore. So instead of asking for the cold sore to go away, she asked for her fear-based thoughts about her family to be healed, and within three days, the cold sore was gone. That's 
that's how this works. <laughs> it's, you really address the fear at its core, and then the external environment can change accordingly. I've also had people, actually there was a woman here recently who, who had a good job for a company, but she found out about another job opportunity within the same company, wasn't sure that she wanted to take it, wasn't sure that she was really trained for it, mm-hmm. but uh, somebody encouraged her to apply. So she did. She ended up going through nine interviews for this job, and she said before each interview, she would use the prayer, please heal my fear-based thoughts about this job, about the interview, about my future. And she said she just sailed through all of the interviews, got the job, and within a two-week period, her life had changed because it's a big increase in money, it's a transfer, it just kind of rearranged her life in all sorts of positive ways. And it was because she opened up, this prayer really opened up those possibilities for her. So it can be used really in every way. You know, we've talked a little bit about relationships, family relationships, the big one, money. It can be used in health issues. It can be used in purpose in life. I had a message from from someone who read the book, and she said this book found me at just the right moment because she's really struggled with what her purpose is. And she, you know, had been externally focused, looking for the right thing out there to to make her feel fulfilled and for it to be the right fit. And instead, you know, she started saying, please heal my fear-based thoughts about my purpose in life so that she could really open up to not her picture of what that should be, but the divine, the universal picture of what would really meet her needs and that she is particularly um, suited for. So, yeah, it's, it's really remarkable when you start thinking, and it's, you know, those big things, but it can also be little things like, oh, you know, I'll go through the day and maybe I'll have a little thought about, oh, what if I get sick this weekend and I'm supposed to do a presentation? Well, immediately I can just ask, please heal that fear-based thought. And now the shift has taken place. I'm not putting any more focus around that. I'm not giving it any energy. I'm just trusting that all, all is well. And I can go on to something positive in my life instead of staying stuck there with the ego, focusing on something that I'm worried about that probably won't happen anyway. So I, that's where I really encourage people, and I, I talk about this in the book, yeah. use it for everything, whether it seems minuscule, mundane, and kind of even irrelevant. You know, it's one of the things that our egos do is that we, we look at those big problems in the world. We look at terrorism, and we look at famine, and we look at disease, and we think, who am I to stress at all about any little thing in my life because it's so insignificant compared to what's going on out there in the world. But the thing is, fear is fear. You know, fear-based thoughts all come from that same root of fear. They all contribute more fear into the world, and they keep us from experiencing inner peace. So it's not about whether they're little or they're big. Yeah, we don't have to feel guilty or ashamed. Right, right. Or judge. Yeah, it doesn't matter. What I hear you saying is fear is fear. Bottom line. It doesn't matter. You know, yeah. it, whether it's fear of opening the door and having your hair get wrecked from the weather or fear from not having enough money to feed your children, it's still fear. And the prayer works regardless. That's what I actually hear you saying. Wow. Yeah, it really does. And that's where it is such an eye opener. You know, I really invite people just to start going through your day and paying attention to your thoughts. That's one of the first things I think we typically don't know how many fear-based thoughts are running through our minds every day. 
there's a lot of them. It's like, you know, a toxic stream that's going through our minds. And again, not to be judgmental of ourselves, but just to become aware of what are we thinking? Where are our minds going? Hi everyone, this is Dr. Pat. Let me introduce you to my friends at Galeo's Dressings and Marinades. In 1996, in Newport Beach, California, Chefs Andre and Gordana, both schooled in European traditions, created the most incredible dressings and marinades. But they're not just dressings and marinades. Think about this. What if you could buy a dressing and a marinade that was low in fat, low in sugar, and by the way, had all of the juicy ingredients no MSGs, no gluten, GMO-free, no artificial flavors, no colors or preservatives. Isn't it amazing? It's almost too good to be true. But find out for yourself. Go to galeoscafe.com. That's G-A-L-E-O-S cafe.com. And check out all of the dressings, all of the marinades, and order online for getting yourself free shipping. Or ask for the dressings at your local grocery store. It is an incredible way to kick off this fall season. Tired of traditional talk? People pontificating about this or that, the left or the right. Sometimes the truth is just all lost in the noise. Tune in each week to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher on TransformationTalkRadio.com, Mondays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, as nationally known guests talk about what's important to you, your life, your concerns, and your success. Tune in and turn on to Straight Talk with Chuck Gallagher. Visit ChuckGallagher.com for more information. Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 Five years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellnessone.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellnessone.net. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Pat. I know you've heard my friend and colleague, John G. Sutton, on my show. Well, guess what? He is now going to be a regular each month. I know many of you have experienced John live on air and how absolutely incredibly accurate he has been. So guess what? He's going to be joining us every month. For those of you that want to find out more about John and schedule your amazing session, go to psychicworld.net. Don't forget to stay tuned and tune in for John G. Sutton on the Dr. Pat Show every month. Join Dr. Pat Basile for an extraordinary event right here in the Pacific Northwest. The Global Women's Summit, presented by the Women's Information Network, is coming to Bellevue. Join us as we discover life and wealth mastery techniques and promote success and happiness for women worldwide. Saturday, November 22nd, from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Maidenbauer Center in Bellevue, Washington. Register online now at thewinonline.com and don't miss out. Welcome to Smile Big, nominee of Seattle's Top Dentist Awards. Here at Smile Big, we offer restorative, cosmetic, and preventative dentistry. Some of our regular dental services include tooth-colored fillings, crowns, bridges, implants, bleaching, cosmetic bonding, and complete smile restoration. Dr. James Rosenwald and Dr. Susan Aptoner won't be smiling until you are smiling. Call now to schedule a visit with Seattle's Top Dentists. Our number is 425-454-4040. You can even visit our website 
at smilebig.com.